Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, we're glad you're on board. Happy Friday to everybody. Kelly and Bob broadcasting from the Southern Bank Corps studio here in Hattiesburg. Luke is out. Opening segment sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics. And, of course, the Eagle Hour. And a great place to take your family for a good meal or a great place to cater your next event. Excited about today's show. It is game day, of course, with the Auburn Regional uh, kicking off uh, as we are coming on the air. Uh, Later in the show, we're going to be talking to Ladd Rhodes. It's a Nickel State assistant coach. They're playing in Tuscaloosa today. Ladd, of course, a former coach at Southern Miss, and the pitching coach there, uh, a former pitcher for the Golden Eagles. So we'll have that later. But right now, we're really excited uh, to have uh, Penn baseball coach John Yurkow with us. And uh, Coach... uh, Great pleasure to have you on the show, and we appreciate you taking the time uh, to talk to our listeners here in Mississippi. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for having me on today. All right, Coach uh, Penn, thirty-two and fourteen, sixteen and five, uh, conference champions as you uh, as you won your uh, conference tournament. Uh, Penn, with with I, people in, in South Mississippi, of course, are not going to know much about the Penn baseball program, but. Uh, you guys are on an eight-game win streak. Uh, you won your Ivy League tournament three games to none. You've won thirty-two games on the season. You've had a good year, Coach. Yeah, we're we're. Uh, I think we're, the best thing about it is we're we're playing our best baseball. You know, towards the end of the season when you need to, and we've we've we're on a pretty good run right now. So obviously, you know, winning the conference tournament and just really excited to be down here and in, in this in this regional. Coach, I'm going to ask you something kind of off off the mark here for a second, but I noticed uh, on your website that it identified you as the W. Joseph Blood head coach. Yeah, that throws some people for a loop from time to time. So uh, it's a good question. So basically what that is, the same way you would endow a stadium or a field, um, you know, in certain schools, they'll endow coaching positions. And, you know, Joe Blood was a, a huge benefactor and a really loyal alum and, they named the head coaching position, um, you know, for him uh, a few years back. I got you. All right. So you've been there. Uh, you've had 20 wins uh, in five of your seven seasons as the head coach. you got five hitters hitting over 300. You take on Auburn tonight at 6 o'clock. Your thoughts about this tournament field, and I'm sure your kids are excited to be there. Yeah, I think it's a, you know, going to be a great night. Um, our guys are really excited for this opportunity. I think it's a it's a really good regional. Um, you know, there are a lot of people around the country that thought Southern Miss was worthy of hosting this year. Um, 
you know, so to have two teams, you know, that were that were in the in the hosting mix, that tells you a lot about the depth of the of the uh, of the group. And you know, Samford had a great year. Um, you know, they had to win three games to to win their conference tournament and did it. So. Um, it, it should be a really tough tournament down here in Auburn. Coach, I want to ask you about recruiting in the Ivy League. And my son happens to coach at Davidson College in the A-10. And one of the things that I would imagine the Ivy League has to go through as well is the, the talent pool at academic schools that are so difficult to get into has to hamstring you a little bit. Can you kind of fill in some blanks as to – you know, the difficulty of finding athletes just to be able to get admitted to an Ivy League school and then on top of that can play baseball at a high level. I'd imagine that is really tough to do. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not easy. Um, you know, I've been here long enough. I really don't even think about it that much anymore. Um, you know, you'd be surprised. One of the, one of the nice things, um, you know, when, when you recruit a school like Penn is, you know, if you look at our, our recruiting footprint, um, you know, the education itself, it's an Ivy League degree, so we're, we're able to go all around the country, you know, so we recruit nationally. I would say about 50, 60% of our roster is probably from the Northeast quarter. And after that, we kind of go all over the place. You know, we have kids on our roster from California, Texas, Florida, a bunch of kids from the Midwest, um, uh, some guys from the Pacific Northwest as well. So, but it is difficult, you know, you, you really have to, um, you know, scour the country. It, it's a smaller recruiting pool for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, fortunately for us, we've got a very good coaching staff here that's done a great job over the years trying to identify those, those top student-athletes. And, you know, we feel like we put together a pretty good roster. And, and do you find the fact that you guys are in the Ivy League that, that your average John Q. public kind of looks at you guys differently? Like, you seriously, like, these are Ivy League people, like you're some sort of mutants or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's uh, you know, I, you know, it's funny because I've been at Penn long enough where people think that I actually went to school there, and I did not. So I want to put that out on the record right now. Um, so I'm I'm probably the dumbest guy on the team, and when you look, you want to look at it that way. But um, it, yeah, it's it's sometimes people are like, really, you guys have a baseball team up there, and at the you know, and that Ivy at that Ivy League school, and. I, I feel like uh, it, it's it's an honor to coach at such a prestigious university. Um, and it, as difficult as it is to find student athletes that are out there, um, you, we just have to be very efficient in what we're doing. And, and you, I think you said it best, right? We got to we've got to find great students, but we got to find kids that really love to play baseball. And that's really the separator, right? There's a lot of good students out there that want to play baseball. Um, finding kids that really like to, to, you know, to get after on the field, kids that want to spend, you know, the majority of their day out on the baseball field and still be able to handle the academic load. Um, and, and they're out there, but you just got to work a little hard to find them. I'll tell you what, Bob, anybody that sleeps on any of this, the teams from, from the Ivy League, Princeton in basketball is a perfect example. You go in thinking you're going to beat Princeton in basketball, you better think again. Well, Coach, I think that's, uh, I think that's applicable for this tournament. I, I think anybody that takes any of the four teams lightly could be in for a surprise. Uh, I, I want to point out that uh, Coach Urkow is the Ivy League Coach of the Year, and uh, you've got a pitcher, Ryan Drumboski, who is the Pitcher of the Year, the third pitcher in a row, Pitcher of the Year that came from your program. Uh, tell us about this kid, and I assume that's who you're going to be throwing tonight. Yeah, Drombo's going to be going for us tonight. He had a, a great year, and 
you know, it's interesting. He, he didn't pitch much as a freshman, so uh, maybe that goes to show you I really don't know what I'm doing. I, maybe I should have thrown a little bit more last year. Um, <laughs> but he, he's, he's had a tremendous year for us. He's really come to, you know, things have really come together for him. Uh, I think he had a really good summer, you know, leading into his sophomore year and got some confidence. And, you know, he's got pretty good stuff, um, you know, three-pitch mix. He'll throw the ball 90 to 92 with pretty good command of a, of a hard slider and, and, a, and a good changeup. Coach, our coach here, Scott Berry, tells us uh, frequently that we don't play the opponent, we play the game of baseball, and that's how we approach every game. Is that your thinking as well? Well, I think there's a reason Coach Barry's won as many games as he has. Uh, he's had an unbelievable career, and I I agree with that statement 100%. You know, I know if we're going to come down here and have success, we're we're really going to have to play our brand of baseball. Um, you know, limit our mistakes and, and the things that we do well. We're going to have to do them well to be able to come down here and compete. And he, I think he hit the nail right on the head. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Coach. If it was an ACT test, I would like Penn's chances to win this regional. <laughs> we should. I think we'd be the favorite. Yeah. I think we'd be. That's one category, one statistic. I think we'd be the favorite. And, and no disrespect to the other teams, but I would like the Quakers' chances. Yeah. In that. Coach, we've got yeah. about a minute and a half left, and we talked yesterday to the head coach, Coach David at Sanford, and I asked him this question. A lot of controversy this year about the selection process, that 10, 10 teams from one league are in the tournament, uh, eight teams from one league host. Uh, coach David was uh, in the same thought process of Coach Barry that there really needs to be a look at this and some adjustment if you want baseball to be a national sport. Your thoughts about that? Yeah, it's, you know, I think we're, we're at a really interesting time right now um, in, in college athletics. And I think you saw with, with football and basketball, and now it's really starting to trickle into college baseball. And, you know, one of the beauties of, of college baseball and the things that we've been able to experience over the years is having some teams that are not in a Power Five conference actually be able to compete for a national championship, you know, and you look at teams like Coastal Carolina, Southern Miss, really good example, teams that have had a lot of success over the years. And I just feel like it's getting harder and harder if you're not in a power five conference, um, you know, to, to host a regional, um, to recruit, you know, there's, there's other variables right now with the transfer portal with NIL money. And if, if you're not backed by, by, you know, with the NIL money now, that's definitely a hurdle. Um, you know, and then unfortunately now I feel like for some of these mid-majors that, you know, they do such a good job, they may not be able to get the blue-chip athlete, but they bring a kid in, they, do, they spend all this time, the coaching staffs are really good on the player development side, and then, you know, it, a year later a kid turns around and all of a sudden, you know, we're seeing it right now, these kids hopping into the transfer portal. It's, it's definitely concerning, you know, for, for the smaller schools, and hopefully there's a way to, you know, with – between the transfer portal and, and the RPI, the way we're, we're using the RPI right now, um, you know, there's a way to kind of figure it out so we can get a little bit of the best of both worlds and, and still allow some of these schools from mid, you know, the mid-majors right. to be able to compete for a national championship. Coach, great pleasure having you on our show. Best of luck to you and your kids. Hope you uh, have a great weekend there in Auburn. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Coach John Urkow, head baseball coach, Penn University. University of Pennsylvania. The Quakers. All right. We're going to go south to Nickel State. Some USM guys involved there next.
tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. We want to thank uh, Coach John Yurkow from Penn. That was a great, I thought, a great conversation with him. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net on Hardy Street. Miss Kathleen has all the Sunbelt Baseball Conference Tournament Championship. Boy, that's a mouthful. T-shirts in stock. So you need to get down there and get yours before they're all gone. Also, we want to thank Jana King, the king of clean. They've been cleaning uh, places of work, education, medicine, eatery, stadiums, and worship for 35 years across South Mississippi. They can do the same thing for you. Just go to JanaKingCleans.com. All right, tournament day. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a little side trip here. We, we've got Lad Rhodes on the phone with us. He is the uh, hitting coach and recruiting coordinator for Nickel State. He, of course, was a coach here. At Southern Miss in 2020, they're getting ready to play Alabama tonight. We're certainly pulling for Nickel State. And, uh, Coach, we're glad to have you on the show. And uh, you guys had quite a year. You won your regular season championship and the tournament championship in the Southland. Well, absolutely. Thanks for thanks for having me. Yeah, we, It's been a fun year. It's been a fun ride. It's a really fun group to be around and uh hopefully we got some more baseball left in us hopefully you do also on the staff is cody livingston who is the pitching coach and of course cody uh was part of two conference usa championship teams here at southern miss pitched from 2012 to 2016 so there is a definite golden eagle flavor on the nickel state coaching staff oh yeah it's it's awesome cody uh we didn't really know each other coming in we knew of each other though obviously him being at southern miss and uh me growing up around there and so uh, i knew of cody and, and it's been fun it's been fun to, to work with him and obviously we have a lot of stories we can share and go back and forth on so lad just, Miss and coach barry so it's been awesome yeah down in, in thibodeau lad you're there in your first year man and and you talk about uh aiming for the the moon and hitting it in, in your first year man like say you bob's win the regular season you win the conference tournament what was the expectation I know you're going to say we expected to do all, all these things, but what went right with this uh, Colonel team this year that allowed you yeah. to do everything? You, you know, did? I think it built off off last season. You know, last year we, we didn't have too much, but we had a group of guys who were excited about a, a change and, and excited about, you know, the vision that we had and, and Coach Silva. And so, you know, last year with two weeks left in the regular season, uh, we were in first place in the conference, and we just kind of ran out of bullets, and uh, we had some injuries that hurt us along the way. And so uh, the positive of that is is a lot of our older guys who were some impact guys for us last season were all back. And so, uh, you know, we added the right pieces, I feel like. And then those older guys, man, those seniors, they've been through a lot here. And so, uh, you know, they, they embraced, you know, what we had and our vision, and they were excited to get this thing going, and they kind of took control of this thing. and. They've been awesome. Our, our seniors have been awesome. They've done a great job, you know, with our guys. And so, you know, it's all them. They 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 bought in, and and our our community, you know, embraced us, our coaching staff. But it's more about those players. Our locker room's unbelievable. It's awesome, and so it's been those guys. They they've taken us there. So it's been fun to watch them. Was there any aspect of this team that that overshot expectations? Was the pitching staff better than you thought it would be? Was the offense or defense better than you thought it would be going into the year? Yeah, I think offensively it's an older group. And so, you know, we knew that, you know, most of them were back from last year. So I think offensively it's been fun to watch those guys. We got a freshman pitcher who uh, was arguably one of the better pitchers in the country. He was a freshman of the year. 
you know, his name is Jacob Myers. He, he's he's been ninety two, ninety six, and and he's really good, man. He gets out there and competes, and so I think that's been fun to watch. We didn't know what we get out of him. We knew his future was really bright. We didn't know, you know, he'd be as good as he is this soon. But I think if anything, we've played really good defense. Uh, a lot of those guys returned from last season, like I said, and then we've added the right pieces. And I think our defense and, and our pitching, it, it's kind of been back and forth. Early on, we pitched it really well, and we couldn't hit worth the lick. And then we started swinging the bats really well, and, and we were struggling to get guys out. And, and now it's kind of coming together for us. So it's been fun to watch that over the season. Well, Bob, as Southern Miss fans, you know, looking at the Eagles, you know, playing right now, if you're looking for a dark horse team, you know, with Coach Rhodes and oh, Coach sure. Livingston there, the Colonels are a team you'd really like to cheer no for. No question. Coach, it can't be – it's not easy, is it, to win your regular season and then turn around and, and win the tournament. That's that's a pretty unusual feat for most schools. No, it is. And, and I think, uh, you know, I think winning the regular season is harder, just the consistency of it. And, and weekend after weekend, but Coach said something yesterday, Coach Silva did, you know, it kind of planned you for that tournament because – as you get uh, you know down the stretch of the regular season, every game has such an impact, and it's such a such a high intensity game because every game's so important to win the regular season. I think that kind of prepares you for the tournament. Um, obviously, postseason baseball, there's nothing like it, but I think we were in such high intensity games all throughout the year. It, it was amazing to see that, that as a coach is what you're worried about. We're in the conference tournament in our league. You know, it's whoever wins the tournament. Um, gets to play in the postseason, gets to go to the regional. And so you know the impact that has and the pressure. And our, our guys were loose as all get out. I think I was sitting there watching them. They made me feel better watching them in the dugout. And they were smiling and relaxed. And uh, I think that was a big key to our success uh, last weekend. All right, talk about this regional you're in. You're playing Alabama tonight. And uh, fill us in on who all is in that Tuscaloosa regional, what you expect to see. Yeah, so uh, it'll be us, Alabama. Um, Troy and Boston College. And so I know you guys are, are pretty familiar with, with Troy. Uh, look, Alabama, I mean, shoot, they're one of the most talented team in the, teams in the country. And uh, what they've been able to do this season has been extremely impressive. And so um, I'm sure we'll see their guy tomorrow night. And offensively, I know they're really good. And then Troy, you know, I mean, golly, they got some guys in the middle of their lineup that can that, that hit for some power. And, and I know they're dangerous offensively. And then they got some dudes on the front end and back into the mound. Um, they can throw it. I got to watch them a couple of times playing you guys, and obviously this past weekend. And then Boston College, I, I, I think they're a team that, you know, they could have possibly hosted, and they probably should have hosted. They've had a heck of a year. And uh, same thing, they got some, some guys that can hit with some thump, and they're dangerous offensively, and some firepower in the front and back into their pitching. So I think it's a really good regional, and I think obviously any regional is uh, extremely talented at this part of the year, but. Uh, I think any four of these teams could walk away winning this thing, so it'll be fun. All right, you make your living in college baseball. We we have asked, uh, we've had uh, Tony David from Samford, and we've had John Yurkow from Penn on our show uh, this week. Uh, so I, I'm curious to get your thoughts. A lot of a lot of controversy, I think it's fair to say, in the country uh, this week uh, regarding college baseball and the fact that one league gets eight host sites and ten teams in the tournament and. Both of these other coaches have indicated to us that they their belief is if you want college baseball to truly become a national sport, that has to be reflected in the selection of host sites and where host sites are. And the whole country needs to be included, not half of everything going to one league. Your thoughts about that, Coach? 
Yeah, I look at it both ways. It's also probably one of the better leagues or the best league in the country. And so uh, every weekend, the talent that's on that field, you know, I think they're kind of deserving of that. I think that, and the other fact that is the beauty of baseball is you look at the past years and the the mid-major teams that are making a run and get to go play in Omaha. Um, and so I, I go back and forth on it. I get it. Yeah, you know, it, you know, just have eight teams from one conference hosting, but they're also pretty deserving of that because of the games they're playing, the teams they have, and how how talented they are. Boo, lad! We don't like <laughs> we don't like that answer around. around. I know it. I know it. <laughs> hey, don't, tell I, me. I figured I figured y'all wouldn't, but I, I go back and forth. I go both ways. I, I also think there were some teams that you know got snubbed out of hosting. I, I think Southern Miss is one of them. I think Campbell was awfully deserving because you just look at the past resumes yeah. and what they've done each year. No, no. So we, I, that's what's great about the America I know, lad, is that we can talk about West this stuff. West Virginia is another team that perhaps should have been looked at, I believe, as a host. Yeah, but, but Indiana State got one, and, you know, you wouldn't think How'd that. that happen? Yeah. You know, so, so, I mean, you know, good for them. But, hey, would the did not be lit in Thibodeau if, if the Colonels were to I, I don't. I don't know if Thibodeau could handle it. It would be unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> but you know, Lat, and, and in this, where a lot of older coaches are, are retiring and saying they just they hate the transfer portal, you're right. really really getting started in your coaching career. You really haven't known any different. So I'd imagine the transfer portal is something that that you're you don't have any problem with because it's all you've really ever known. Yeah. Yeah, you're just. I think you're trying to get used to it. It's crazy. I've probably refreshed the portal. 10 times a day, and just every time you look at it, there's another 20 players in it. It's just nonstop, and it's continuing, and it's kind of the landscape of how it's looking out at college baseball. It's, it's becoming the norm, and so, you know, you hate it because, especially a program like us right now, or a smaller mid-major who feel like we have this thing going in the right direction, and, and you work hard, and you get the right players here, and you know at any point in time, you don't know what's going on in the background, the bigger schools, and, and they got people, I'm sure, working behind the scenes, but you never know. You never know. You bring in the right piece, and you may get to enjoy it for one year, and that's it. So then you're having to start all over again. So it is. It's definitely changing the landscape of college baseball, that's for sure. Well, Coach Ladd Rhodes, if it is any consolation, the former Alabama coach has got his money on you guys tonight. So <laughs> I like that. I'll take that. Hey, 24 coach, red. Can you uh, can you stick around for a few minutes? I'd like to get your thoughts about Scott Berry, your time at Southern Miss, uh, if you've got a minute. Absolutely. All right, Lad Rhodes is with us. He's the assistant coach, hitting coach, and recruiting coordinator at Nichols State University. We're going to talk about his time at Southern Miss and his thoughts about Scott Berry on the other side of the break. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, I want to thank 4th Street Bar and Grill for their sponsorship of the show. I'm sure the games are going on right now uh, in the shadow of the rock. And all weekend long, you can follow the Golden Eagles at 4th Street. Get some great food, 
Get yourself a cold Pabst Blue Ribbon. and uh, Catfish Friday today. Catfish Friday. And uh, enjoy yourself at 4th Street Bar and Grill. We appreciate them very, very much. We're visiting with Lad Rhodes, who is the uh, hitting coach and recruiting coordinator at Nichols State and a former coach here at Southern Miss and uh, has uh, been gracious enough to stick around. So, Lad, the big announcement comes uh, a couple of weeks ago about Scott Berry retiring. To kind of put his career in perspective, he was talking to Kelly and I one day, and I think he had to go back 21 years to uh, re- to remember a losing record with Southern Miss baseball. It had been 21 years since they'd had a losing season. Uh, and I know well, that you worked under him, and uh, we all have great admiration for Scott Berry, but we wanted to get your thoughts about Coach Berry. Yeah, I mean, I don't – the best way to put coach is he's the best man he is he's obviously what it was you know you talk about the record and and the winning seasons and and what he's done at southern mess it's it's unbelievable but just him as a person and who he is there's not many like him there's not many left uh that are like coach barry and so he means the world to me and, and what he what he's done for me and my family uh you know he took care of us and he gave me an opportunity, and uh, gave me an opportunity in the Division One baseball, one of the best programs in the country. And so, uh, being there and, and being with him, uh, I just tried to learn and learn as much as I, I can from him. But uh, he means the world to me and my family, that's for sure. You know, you you answered that in the same way that many many people have answered that question to me. They they say, "Oh yeah, the, the record is great. He's a great coach." And then they start talking about Coach Barry, the person. Yeah. That seems to be what comes to people's mind first when they've been associated with Scott Berry. Why is that, lad? Yeah, I, you know, I, I always joke around that you go to lunch with Coach Berry, and it was going to be probably an hour, hour and a half lunch. One, because he can eat so much, but two, uh, <laughs> because when you're in there, you know, you go to Lenny's, you go where? He knows everyone in there, and, and he gives everyone the time of day. No matter who you are, no matter what you've done, he treats everyone the same. I, I think that's probably one of his best qualities and a quality I admire the most. Is You can be extremely famous or, or, or not, and he's going to treat you the same no matter what. And so every time we go eat, he's, he's talking to people, and it's, it's anybody. He remembers their wife's name, their kid's name, and, he, and he's sincere about it. And, you know, he, he's going to give you the time of day, and, and there's not many people like that. Uh, I think that's a – a quality that that I wish I, I had. I did a better job of at times, but no, he is. He's sincere and um, he treats everybody the same. It's really impressive. And from a baseball perspective, what what can you say you learned from being around him, Led? Just the consistency every single day. You know, and, and no moments too high, no moments too low. The way he can pull a team together, um, how relaxed uh, you know the guys can be as they're going into a game, even when the moment's tight. And I think in baseball, obviously, that's extremely important. But every day is the same. You know, after a big win, uh, I, I was only there, I guess, the COVID year. Um, then I was there the next fall after that, and I think we were 12-6. and six. But after our biggest wins or a loss, it was the same message to the guys. You just got to, you know, respond and pick yourself up and move forward to the next day. I think that's, that's one of the more impressive traits, and the team responds to that. It's interesting that you mentioned too high or too low as we continue our discussion with Lad Rhodes from Nickel State because Lad, just to be you know to be frank and to to fill in our our listeners, it's it's been a while honestly at Nichols since uh, since the baseball team has had the success that you guys have had this year. I mean, it's just been an unbelievable year for the Colonels. So, with that said, how do you try to bridle? 
the excitement and enthusiasm that your kids have got now as you get ready to take on uh, Alabama tonight that they don't get too high and kind of lose their senses, so to speak? Yeah, I think it's 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 the same thing. It's trying to be as relaxed as possible, and and, and you know, know that it's about the players. This this is always has been and will be. It's, it's about our players, about the student athletes, and and this is about them going and, and having fun. And you know, we let them know we love them, but to have a blast out there. And, and I think you you look throughout our season. You know, we we beat LSU, and they were the number one team in the country. And Alex Box and. You know, seeing them, I think that's a that's something they take with them. It's, you've been in that venue, you've been in that environment. Obviously, there's no environment like that one. Uh, it's one of the craziest places to play, and so there's confidence from that to know that you can go in any ballpark and in the game of baseball, anybody can win at any point in time. But I think if we play well, we give ourselves a good shot. But it's just it's knowing that these older guys they've been here, they've been there before, and uh, this season, and so knowing that we're relaxed, we let them go play. You know, there's not at this point. There's not much more coaching you can really do at this point in the season. Uh, you just got to let them go play and let them get after it. And, and so I'm excited to watch them. How good was that bus ride back uh, to Nichols State when you had defeated the uh, the Darth Vader of uh, athletics in Louisiana? <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget that one. That was a fun one. I enjoyed that one a lot. You didn't want that one to end. No, no, I'm sure. All right, now but there. Golly, they're they're unbelievable. They're what they've done this year in the program they have, and and the offense they have, and obviously schemes on the mound. Godly, they're they're really good. But you know what? And, and this is me and Bob talking, lad. I don't expect you to come on this. All of those teams in that league, they ought to be. They I mean, ought to they be have good. All the advantages and all with the money all, all and the money. resources and facilities, they ought to be good. Right. That's exactly right. right now I'm gonna ask you to. I'm gonna ask you to. Answer a rumor here. You made some reference to it. I got a two-point question here about Scott Berry. Okay. We we you're not the first person that's made some comment about how much Scott Berry can eat. <laughs> Explain <laughs> that, lad. It's impressive. Um, it really is. It's impressive to um, us guys. Right? Some food. I, I think that's totally. But he can he can hammer it. I don't I don't try and keep up with him. Uh, you know, when, like I said, yeah, he. You sit down with him. You get a Lenny's. It's on. He, he's getting after it, and that's that's anywhere. So they, they only stop at footlongs at Lenny's, though, Bob. Correct. You, know? you get two. Well, that's you true. That's true. All right. Now here's the second that's part a- of the question. You know who Hill Denson is, I'm sure, and Hill. Oh Hill, yeah. Hill Denson is a frequent guest on this show, and Hill claims that he's had an uncountable number of lunches with Scott Berry, but Scott uh, has never picked up the tab. Never. That's what Hill says. Oh, uh, he he did for me a few times, so I can't oh, say that. Oh, oh, there we we'll, go. We'll pass that along to Hill Denson. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. He you thought gotta, enough of you, you to pay for the meal. <laughs> yeah, he he's taken care of me a few times. I, that's what I was a volunteer and COVID was going on. So I think he he uh, he, he would take care of me. We go to Lenny's and all that. So he, fe- he felt him. sorry for you, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Hey, one one quick question for me before we let you go. To you made mention of being a volunteer coach. You know, th- that's another yep. thing about college baseball that some of us that love the sport don't fully understand. Why, why are there so many restrictions on on coaches and and scholarships and that sort of thing in college baseball? Do you think that ought to be maybe loosened up to some degree? Yeah, I I, I guess I, I go back and forth on it um, because. You know, I think obviously the volunteer position—it's a very important position. It's an extremely important position on your coaching staff. And obviously, this year, 
you know, teams are they're paying the third assistant, and then some programs are not. It's really up to the school if they can afford it or not. So, obviously, yeah, I think the scholarship-wise and, and the amount of assistant coaches you have should increase because, you know, you look at a football team, they have a coach for almost, you know, obviously every group, every player out there, they're running around with coaches, and then baseball you have three, and then you're volunteer. And so, uh, obviously now they're adding the, <clears throat> the paid one, but, I was extremely fortunate uh, to be the volunteer at Southern Miss and, and with Coach. And, um, you know, obviously during COVID, we couldn't have anything. We couldn't host camps or do any of that. And Coach took care of me and my family as much as he could. And so I'll always be grateful for that. But, yeah, I, I obviously like to see them keep adding coaches. I think it, you know, in this sport, um, you need as many as possible, especially with recruiting. And then, you know, the scholarship limit, I, I go back and forth on because, you know, if everybody gets a full ride, obviously the advantages are going to go to the bigger schools. And I think that's the beauty about baseball is, is a team like Nichols uh, having the same amount of scholarships and, and being able to compete with those schools. Yeah, and so I, I go back point. and forth on it um, because, you know, me and that Nichols, uh, we want to play the, the big schools and we're getting that opportunity. Um, but I know now with NIL money and, and all that stuff and how that's coming out, that's going to change some things as well. Well, Lad Rhodes, if baseball doesn't work out for you, which we're sure that it will, but if for some reason it doesn't, you could always be a politician because you go back and forth on everything. <laughs> I know. There's, 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 there's always different ways you can look at something. Now, right, that, no, we, right. we wish the people no, in Washington right. could, could also have that view. Hey, Lad, we really appreciate uh, you taking the time to talk to us, and I, I can tell you that Kelly and I will be pulling really hard uh, – for Nichols State tonight. We hope you guys have a lot of success there in Tuscaloosa. Well, I appreciate you guys uh, big time. I, I miss you guys. It's it good to get back on here and, and talk it up with y'all, but I also uh, wish you guys the best, and I appreciate y'all for having me on. All right, Coach. Thank you very much. Lad Rhodes, everybody, former coach here at Southern Miss. Uh, crazy, the connection. And Cody Livingston, the pitching coach. How do you not pull for Nichols State to beat them? Well, and especially yeah, especially who they're playing, right? That yeah. adds to the drama. How sweet would that be <laughs> to see Penn beat Auburn and Nichols State beat Alabama? It'd be a great day in our neighboring state, wouldn't it? It wouldn't even matter what happened after that, right? Not much. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap up this show right after this. All right, D1D Bat sponsors this segment of the Eagle Hour. State-of-the-art training facilities for every sport right there on Hardy Street. Indoor track or indoor facility that you can run 40-yard dash. All sorts of bat. You've been in there. It's a great place. Yeah, and, and the kids, you know, you can get memberships 
too, to like the kids can can go in the batting cages and they can set different speed pitches. They can set curveballs, fastballs, whatever they might be struggling with at the time. But with your membership card, man, you just flash that membership card and the machines light right up for you. And after Kelly gets out of the batting cage hitting those uh, 95-mile-an-hour fastballs, he always goes to Mo Bay Beignet Company on Hardy Street. Gets him a couple dozen beignets and a hot coffee and some topping. And uh, I've literally seen you drink the topping. I didn't know that it was supposed to go on the beignets. <laughs> you I, thought it was the side, huh? I, I did, yeah. <laughs> like coleslaw. Oh, well, they're delicious. Beignets. All of them are delicious. You know? It's really good. Yeah. Mo Bay Beignet on Hardy Street, uh, the official beignet store of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. I want to thank uh, pin coach John Yurkow. And we want to thank hitting coach at Nichols State, Lad Rhodes. I thought it was great conversations uh, with both of those coaches. Kelly, I want to tell you this. See, we really talked about this. Uh, last week when we were had the show at the uh, Sunbelt Tournament, we had the opportunity to interview and meet Keith Gill, the commissioner of the Sunbelt. And let me tell you, folks, if you when you're around this guy and, and you get an opportunity to talk to him, he's very, very impressive and uh I don't, I don't think the Sun Belt could have better leadership. And let me tell you this. The Sun Belt made it clear how happy they are to have Southern Miss baseball in their league. Yeah, when, and I think Keith Gill is signed for many, many years in the future. I think they've got him locked down. Of course, you know, I don't know how good contracts are anymore about people getting out of them. But Keith Gill, when you, when you meet him and shake his hand and you see how laser-focused he is on the vision and about the league going forward, this is a guy, and I don't, and I don't think I'm being too melodramatic here, this is a guy that could be the NFL commissioner one day or, you know, uh, certainly. Big Ten commissioner yeah, or something of that. I mean, he is, he's really, really sharp. Uh, yeah. I agree with you, Bob. The league is, in, uh, is an extremely – the entire – the entire operation was just first class. And, you know, when they when the selection committee, um, in its pious uh, attitude, you know, came out with those those teams last week, and you look at Conference USA, I mean, Charlotte got in because they won the tournament. And had Dallas Baptist not joined the league this year, of course, Dallas Baptist has been nationally ranked all year, had Dallas Baptist not joined the league, Conference USA would have gotten one stinking team in the tournament. And right. the Sun Belt got four. Right. So the timing of Southern Miss's departure, and we've kind of, you know, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but the departure of Southern Miss to the Sun Belt could not have happened at a better time. Well, no, it couldn't. And, uh, you know, Troy is in Tuscaloosa, I believe. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Southern Miss is in Auburn. Coastal is, Coastal is hosting. hosting. Mm-hmm. And oddly, uh, Lafayette got sent to Miami. And I, this is probably a coincidence, but I, I did talk to a, a sports reporter in uh, Montgomery who had spoken to the LSU coach the week before about the sun. Somehow the Sun Belt came up, and uh, and Louisiana came up, and and he told me that the coaches kind of laughed. The coach kind of laughed and said, "Well, I just I just hope they don't send the Raging Cajuns here to our tournament." And you wonder why they wouldn't. Can you imagine? The electricity that would have been in Baton Rouge with the Raging Cajuns and the Tigers playing in a regional baseball tournament? There is no, there is no way LSU would allow that to happen. I don't think they wanted Louisiana in there. No, no they, they didn't. And, and so he could have said it, meaning because they're tough. But it, it's kind of the same reason that the two other schools in Mississippi would never want Southern Miss in the league that they're in. 
is because they don't they don't want the competition. Right. You know, if if the Cajuns were to go to Alex Box and beat them, there's recruiting oh, yeah. on the line. There's oh, bragging yeah. rights, all those sorts of things. And so they're capable. And and the, and as we know, when the chairman of the selection committee is from that conference. You know he's going to protect the conference. Of Ooh. course he is. Yeah. So if LSU didn't didn't want whoever, if they didn't want Nichols, why why would you not send Nichols to Alex Box Stadium in Baton Rouge? How about Nichols in Louisiana? It's a quote unquote regional tournament. Correct, correct. And I'll tell you why. It's because LSU didn't want him there. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. we wish Nichols State and Louisiana and uh, Coastal Carolina. Uh, and uh, all of our schools from uh, the Sun Belt. Now is the time to unite. Put the tournament behind you. Unite and pull for all the Sun Belt schools to do very well. Bob Getty, twenty twenty four. No, 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 Lad Rhodes, because he's got that. Well, I could do it this way. Yeah. Or I can feel this way about. It. <laughs> there you go. But he's got it down pat, doesn't he? He's going for the vice presidential nod. Yeah. You know. All right. I want to thank Southern Bank, of course, uh, sponsoring our studio. Dickie's Barbecue Pit, Campus Bookmark, Fourth Street Bar and Grill, D1 D-Bat, Bo Baby Yay, Jana King. I could go on and on. We have all sorts of sponsors. I don't want to leave any of you guys out. Uh, we appreciate all that all of you do to make this show possible. All right. Big weekend. We'll see how it all plays out, and we will talk about it Monday. I'm, I'm heading to Fourth Street, Bob, to watch the Eagles right now. There we go. Until next time, Southern Miss. To the top. Mississippi Media Production.